Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm your shumpy shump, Sam. And for the past seven days, I have challenged Edwin to play Shump by Shoot. Alex Johansson. Shump. Shump. Now, what I was confused about is there's also Shmup is a game genre. Yes. Which if you Google for Shump, it says, did you mean Shmup? Yep. It is a play on words because oh. Shump is a shoot 'em up and jumping platformer. And Shmup is... Shmup is a shoot 'em up Right. shoot 'em up I see. Right. So they, see, they've combined the words Shmup and <laughs> jump. And Shmup is already a... Shmup-ump. I think you should have called it. Shmump of shoot 'em up But enough of this. First, <laughs> new, new news. New, new news. We played Stardew Valley last time, two times ago. Yes. Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our negative threes, the P's... Our parsnips and peas, the peas, was the controls were a little lacking and frustrating to use. Yes. Uh, but hark, as if by magic, as if Concerned Ape was listening to this very show, <laughs> they've released an update to the uh, Stardew Value on iOS that adds a whole bunch of new controls. Is that so? Because I have been waiting for it, and I have not received it. Well, let me re- read you from cultofmac.com, mm-hmm. your premier news source for all things Mac. Are you reading it inside your head? (laughs) Please use your outside voice. Oh, for for once. Oh, it doesn't actually give any timing updates. So, uh, Cult of Mac says, Stardew Valley for iOS is even better with new control options, and this was November 2nd. The new control options detailed on the game's wiki page offer something for everyone. So... There is a wiki page for Stardew Valley somewhere, presumably the official wiki, not Mm -hmm. Wikipedia. And they introduce one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven new control options, apparently, or will be. Kind of what Sam wanted, the invisible joystick, D-pads, uh, tap and move. But it is not reported on when they actually will be launching that. Right, which is frustrating because I would it's tantalizing be you, Sam. playing this a lot more. As my, my, my little buddy has just been waiting. Waiting to move around. Waiting to move around. Easier. He's been in bed all this time. <laughs> just can't get up. Can't get up because of the stupid control scheme. <laughs> no, I don't see any updates. Yeah, there recently, hasn't been so. any update. I've been paying it every day and there's like a huge iOS 12 update, right? And I thought, oh, maybe this is the time that they're actually going to release it again. But nope, everything else has updated except Stardew Valley. If but I, I shall be, look for Stardew Valley iOS wiki. I shall be waiting for it. Um, but in the meantime... No, 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 news. Other news. Don't try and news me. I just newsed you. We, it could be a double news. Okay. <laughs> Please allow me to news. Uh, <laughs> don't repress my news. Uh, so, um, this past weekend, uh, we had BlizzCon. It was good old home of Blizzard. It's the Blizzard convention where people from all walks of life go to explore what blizzard has to offer as a gaming company i thought to ask what the hell blizzard is okay so blizzard is the makers of the popular game world of warcraft and other games such as warcraft 1 warcraft 2 warcraft 3 starcraft 1 starcraft 2 i can't believe it's not warcraft <laughs> um also popular games today such as oh, overwatch and diablo if you've heard of those games not really, I'm no. pretty sure at some point. You've heard of World of Warcraft. 
So, and there was a big kerfuffle because one of the main announcements at BlizzCon was for a mobile game. Oh, hello. That is our purview. Right. So I thought it might fit in. Uh, They've announced a game called Blizzard Immortal. Which is definitely how they want you to say it. (laughs) Um, And it is a mobile game that replicates the good old Blizzard, the, the good old Diablo experience that you get on the PC. There was a huge uproar because a mobile game is usually not well received in a PC gaming environment. Because it's not a real platform, so people get mad at it. People got very angry at it. Um, And I can see both sides. In one side, this is this convention where it's all about PC gaming and games like Worldcraft has brought people together because they're all on the PC talking to each other on the discords and chats, making relationships. Not shouting racist, homophobic things at each other. Right, that's outside. I mean, we don't know what all the other discords are like. Ours is very friendly. But this is mainly a PC-geared environment. And if, you know, they're waiting for a big announcement, usually it's like they announce a new game that's going to come out. And that being, the new game being a mobile game, I can see how it can turn some people off, right? I was personally excited. I don't know. They just sound. This sounds like dumb gamers being mad at stupid stuff. Sure. I. I mean, bit. yeah. That's the other. Outsider. That's the other side of the <laughs> argument, right? Right. That's that's you know. Sure, these people. There, it's it's a company announcement, and they're getting excited about it. You should let them announce things, but I think I can see both sides. But that is the thing. So we have a game to look forward to in the upcoming year when Ooh, they release Diablo. Diablo. I can't Immort- believe Immortality. it's Warcraft. <laughs> what is oh, maybe i shouldn't ask but what is diablo in 30 words or less diablo is a dungeon crawling game where you go hack and slash demons buzzword 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 demon okay <laughs> thank you <laughs> in fact they they kept saying but don't you want to kill demons throughout the entire press conference well who wouldn't want to kill demons so you can look out for it and we'll be able to play it in 2019 <laughs> Ooh, well, that is coming up sooner than I would like. So I think it's off, yeah, still. it's slated. Well, with the way that Blizzard usually releases games, it comes out very, very late. Yeah, so come back episode forty four hundred and forty seven. <laughs> where we'll be playing Diablo Mobile. <laughs> Shump. Shump. This is a game by Alex Johansson. He has previously made a game called Corporate Salmon, and you get an ad for it every time you open the game, right? Uh, have you played Corporate Salmon before? I've not played Corporate Salmon. Okay, so I haven't played it as well, but it just seems like a, you know, you, you say that tagline, you're a Corporate Salmon going up the ladder. Sounds like a fun game. Yeah, swimming upstream. Um, but Shump is a platform game where you're jumping platforms and at the same time you are endlessly shooting bullets at oncoming people or things. Blobs. Blobs that are bo- coming down towards you. Aliens. So. It's very much a shump, or uh, sorry, a shmup. I'm getting confused now. <laughs> where it's a shoot 'em up where you have to weave a yourself schmuck. away or around bullets that are incoming. So it is a bullet hell is also another word for a shmup. So lots of names here. Are you with me? Are you still with me? Oh boy, uh, slightly. Um, I'm still a little confused as to what bullet hell means. I feel like I know what it is. I recognize it when I see it. Have you seen proper bullet hell games? I've looked over the shoulders of strangers on the train. (laughs) 
Well, no proper bullet hell game is really on the mobile devices. Oh. Right? <laughs> they're they're known to be in arcades because uh, there's lots of stuff happening on the screen. And it's deliberately difficult. Yeah, so yeah. Cave is a Japanese company that's known to make these really crazy bullet hell games. In fact, there is a version of a cave game that's on the iOS, but the port is okay. But being a Japanese game that's been ported over to the US, it's like, like dollars for oh. the game. <laughs> uh, but you can never I get bet it that right. That soundtrack is good. Right, you can never get it right because one of the things that you have to account for in a bullet hell game is for there to be almost a one-on-one control between the joystick and the the airplane. You need the dexterity. Yeah. Um, and if it's something where you have to point on the screen, it's going to be hard to replicate that feeling. So a lot yeah. of shoot 'em up games actually have problems with this on the iOS device because they don't know if they should create some sort of finger lag to make it more like it's the actual plane moving around or if it just to be like almost like a pencil where once you put your finger on the screen, that's where your airplane is, mm, which makes yeah. it almost too easy. Yeah. Right. Or, and you get that, or that problem with touch is you, your finger obscures the place you touch. Right. So some games do account for this by having the plane appear above your finger. So I think Alex Johansson, can we just call him AJ? I think he'd prefer that. So I think what AJ did is he tried to sidestep the nuances of being a, a shoot 'em up game and created this nice combo of having it be somewhat of a platformer. Let's talk about the platform because. Yeah. From the start, it sort of looks like a top scroller shoot 'em up game. Yeah, yeah, top, yeah. Top scroller—that's the word, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at me. But it is not. It has, as you say, these platforms. I think calling it a platformer, in my mind, doesn't quite describe what I expect a platformer to be. Yeah, there are platforms, but it's not you know running and jumping and making sure you land on the right place. It is more climbing a ladder. Right. I think if you've ever played a game like Ice Climber. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when you start a sentence like that. So Ice Climber is an old game on the NES where you are going up levels of ice, but as you do so, you're breaking the ice above you and jumping up to the next platform, Mm -hmm. right? So I feel like there's something similar there, and that's very much a platformer. So I feel like there's something similar there where you're you're climbing up, right? To the next platform and jumping. You do have to get your footing. Uh, Actually, that's not true. You can simply jump up. There doesn't even need to be footing because as soon as you jump up in this jump game, the the platform below you solidifies all throughout. Right, which right? I think is different to what I think of a platformer. Yeah. This so, is more of a just powering forward. Well, maybe... Zoom forward, zoom upwards, I don't know. Maybe the concept here is that it is a loose platformer <laughs> and a loose shoot-em-up. It's the loose jump. <laughs> what, okay, what did you think of this game? I thought it was cute. I liked the idea of it, but the controls were too fiddly for me to really enjoy it. Why was it? Why did you think it was fiddly? The controls are laid out. Three big buttons across the bottom of the screen. Jump, and then left and right to be left and right. And I really found myself not tapping the right button because you it goes the width of the screen. So... Maybe it's because of my mega, mega low phone, but to be able to react quickly enough to move left and right and actually hit the button you mean to, I just couldn't quite get that dexterity down. I'm going to agree with you. Like, I, 
I had issues with the controls. One of the first things that I did was I actually shifted the control scheme so that it does give you lots of options to do so. One, my right finger was for the jump, and then my left finger was for the, the move to the left and move to the right. Because initially, when it starts you off, the middle button, there are three buttons in the bottom. The middle button is to jump, and then the left button is to go left, the right button is to go right, which is really hard because if you ever want to jump, you have to give up one direction. Just sounds like my teenage years when they broke up. I have to give up one direction. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't jump and move into one direction because that finger would be occupied by doing the jump, right? Whereas if you change the control scheme so that the jump is on one side of the screen, you'd still be able to move around effectively in both directions and still jump. So I don't understand why that was the default control. It looks like it should be able to be played with one hand. Mm-hmm. But impossible. I was trying to play it one-handed. Oh. And maybe that's kind of where I ran into problems. I mean, one of the things I would love to see would be that I can flick left and right. Tap is jump, swipe left, move left, swipe right, move right. So I wouldn't even need a on-screen little control. I could just play it one-handed. In my mind, that feels better. Yeah. Maybe AJ tried it and it just didn't quite work out. <laughs> but might, to, to me right now, I'm thinking I would really like that because I could just play it one-handed wouldn't need to make sure I'm hitting exactly this location. Right, like you know gesture I mean? controls, yeah. right? Like almost like gesture controls. Exactly like gesture yeah. controls. Yeah. Um, but what about the gameplay? What did you think about the gameplay? It's I think it's pretty standard. I don't think there's anything particularly exciting about it. If you've played a shoot 'em up, you've played this game already. Mm. Um I don't quite understand what the jump was. I think if I remember in the blurb, there's they try and make the jump sound like a tactic you can use right but i never quite got what that was so my yeah that was a little confusing too so i think if you just held the jump button down you can do that and it just allows you to like jump straight up and just keep moving that's when it kind of turns into a regular shoot 'em up right so it's kind of like you're flying along and you just have to dodge right dodge the different things until you get to the boss um, but it was almost impossible for me to do that because when you held it down, your character was towards the middle and towards the top of the screen where the, where the enemies were coming from. Mm-hmm. So it gave you very little time to either move out of the way or really to do anything much. Um, so it was strange. Like I, I wish, I kind of wish at that point, like where I was holding down the jump, it still remained like my character still remained at that lower level. So I still had time to process when things are coming down. Oh, but they'd move faster. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, just looking at the blurb, it says, play it safe and slurp up coins or rush ahead to unleash cascades of bullets. Right. Which I never... Just thinking back on my play playing, I didn't really understand. There is a blue bar on the right-hand side of the screen. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you ever figure out what that meant? That is your jump. I, I assume it's like the <laughs> jump meter. The more you jump, the quicker you jump. It becomes like some sort of modifier, but I, I never fully understood it as well. Okay. Yeah. Right. But in terms of like the actual gameplay for me, it was, it, was a, it was a nice combination of like being able to progress up nicely, no, understanding the enemy types and like how they attacked, which is nice. Oh, how they move. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminded me of a game called Downwall. Which is uh, a similar game, but instead of you going up, it actually, you go downwards and you have to dodge the different enemies and find out effective ways to kill them. Um, And you got different power-ups, which is similar here. So if you come across a power-up, it had this like really interesting thing of either showing you a question mark in red or a blue bullet. 
So the blue bullet would allow you to multiply your your shooting, right? Oh, so if you got a blue okay. bullet, then your regular shooting would turn into two. But if you got the question mark instead, it gave you some other ability, like whether it was homing missiles or like a laser, right? Yes. Yep. Um, so I love that aspect and that it can allow you to switch up to different weapons and stuff. But I never knew which weapon I was going to get with the question mark. So I always stuck to the blue in order to, to get my power-ups. You want to know what you're going to get. Yeah. That's why you never order omakase at the Japanese restaurants. No, I always order okay. omakase. <laughs> but like this reminded me of another game called Twin B. Oh boy. <laughs> where if those power-ups came along, it gave you an opportunity to shoot them so they can actually switch into the weapon that you wanted. Right? And if you're a pro player of Twin B... It allowed you to like switch to the weapon that you exactly wanted and you need, and you get it. Um, but yeah, something something there. I think that was that was quite true to the shmup nature. Um, oh, shmup nature. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm confusing you. By the way, I love the music. It was really good. Music is very good. Yep, uh, it is available on Bandcamp to buy. How many characters did you unlock? I got Barb, which is the first person. Congratulations, everyone gets her, yes. Uh, I got Fran. That came with a slamming shockwave. Okay, good. That's the next person. I got Nina with the double shot. And then I got Cleo with the artillery slam long body. Artillery slam long body. That sounds like a... Wrestling move. Get ready for my artillery slam long body. Or a new cut of a J. Crew sweater. <laughs> In watermelon salmon. <laughs> Um, I didn't unlock any characters. Okay. <laughs> uh, the surprise of no one. <laughs> three by threes. Three things good and three things bad. Sometimes you jump, sometimes you platform. Uh, let's see. The game did what it set out to do for me. Like, I got a good nature of a platformer mixed with a shoot 'em up, which is, I, I assume, what they're going for with the name Shump. Uh, yeah, and I overall had a pretty good time playing it. Like, it was precise enough where it really filled in the shoot 'em up nature and some of the parts as you go up to the different levels uh, starts to become like a bullet hell, especially with some of the bosses. So that felt real, real good. Um, but yeah, and then the platforming, I think, was just good enough for me to actually make some strategies into like how to collect the coins after I killed the bodies. As you mentioned, the soundtrack is pretty awesome. It's a pretty fun mashup of you know, uh, 8-bit chip tunes, but also dubstep. Mm. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. And I like the transitions in between, too. Like, in the beginning is this nice little boop, 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 boop. You know, when the character is sleeping, gets a rude awakening from, like, a bullet or something. It's like, now it's action time. And it's like, right? And then it transitions really nicely if you approach a store into, like, this calm nature because there's no enemies coming. And then it gets right back into the action again. So it was really good. Yeah, it was very well done. Another good point is that this is a super quick pick up and play sort of game. Like I was able to just whip it out and start playing without any pretenses and just go at it, right? And then stop any time, right? It didn't, it really left nothing for me to say like, oh, but I was doing so well. You know, it's, I can always just start over again and have a good time. Any other good okay, points that's for it. you? <laughs> <laughs> right. It certainly wasn't a bad game. I wasn't annoyed at it. You know, I think it's like a perfectly fine game. I don't mean that to sound bad or say it with damn it with faint praise, but it's a solid game. Yeah, I do feel even though it's, it was a solid game for me to pick up and play, like there was 
I felt like something was missing. I felt there was one more element or something that was missing for me to really sink my teeth into this. Like, I think it's almost there. I just don't know what that is, whether it's like, you know, more characteristics on building the character as you progress along. Like, yeah. it does feel super awesome when your character is souped up with like seven different power ups and it's shooting everything. Thinking about how it's awesome with balls when you have like a giant ball chain or maybe hold down when you have like a whole bunch of balls to shoot. Right. Like, yeah. Stop saying balls. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I, I never quite, I mean, uh, perhaps because I didn't power up enough, I didn't play enough to earn those delicious coins to to get all the uh, all the good stuff. But yeah, I, uh, I never quite got that feeling. Uh, sounds like a segue to the bad points. The gameplay seemed a little repetitive. So even though as you went along, like the enemies became a little bit more complex they weren't enough of shifts for me to really find it that much more challenging. I mean, all it was like more, more bullets would be shot towards me. Yeah. But overall, like it didn't really change my strategy of gameplay uh, from the first level. So yeah. as opposed to that, like in a game like Downwell, if you get to the next levels, like you have to change some of your strategy drastically because there are more challenges as you face and some of the enemies you have to kill in a different way. Yeah, and that's what keeps it interesting and fresh. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that was, it just felt a little bit repetitive after a certain point. Even the bosses started to feel a little repetitive. Bad point. I had difficulty with, uh, with, with moving around and, and just adjusting to the touch controls. I wanted to play this one-handed, which meant that the layout of the buttons, I couldn't ever get quite right and would invariably find myself jumping when I meant to move left and then crashing into something. So I think it is actually a two-handed game, even though... I don't know, there's something about it that you feel like you should be able to play it one-handed. Right. Like if it was landscape <laughs> mode, then it'd be like, hey, you're playing this two-handed. Whereas if it's portrait mode, I think there's like an assumption you can get away with one-hand play. Mm. <laughs> so I would love to see swipe controls, more gesture controls that you can do with one with one hand. Swipe left, move left, swipe right, tap to jump. In my head, that would make get a lot more playable for me even though the controls you're able to change the control scheme the default control scheme didn't make any sense to me uh, especially if you wanted to move left and right while jumping at the same time um and then even then even if you did change it to something that you're more comfortable with uh it all the controls just being in like a straight horizontal row um even though there were big buttons it maybe they're too big yeah maybe that was it maybe the the touch area was just too i don't know there's something about it because if the buttons were so so big yeah you didn't feel like you had to learn where they are and i swear like i don't have huge fingers (laughs) final seven day rating a solid four i feel like we're on a on a we're on a roll of games that i'm like yeah i was like yeah they're fine uh it was it was fine it was a solid game but i was not hooked and even though it was super easy to get into I never felt that little pull of, ooh, you know, you know what you want to do right now? You know what you want? You want a little jump? <laughs> uh, I never quite got that. Yeah. Yeah, this was a five day for me. Um, I think it was effective enough for me to really dig into it as, as far as I could. But overall, the repetitive nature of it, like sort of made me go, uh, I don't really understand why I'm playing. Like <laughs> I can get a sense of that. There was a little bit of a story in the beginning with the guy sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, there's right, a little bit of notion of that, but I don't know what I was playing for. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun game. I'll definitely keep it around. And I would recommend this game, actually. The the sort of fast-paced nature of the game, and I think some people would really like it. Yeah. 
Yep. And that was Shump, available now on the iOS App Store, four ninety nine to remove ads, free to play otherwise. My turn to pick a game. Yes. Sam, run out of the building and hotwire the first car you see in the parking lot because we are playing Paco Forever. Paco Forever. I've heard of this game. Maybe we can find out what that name means. It's not, it's not someone's name, is it? It's not Paco <laughs> the car thief. <laughs> no, I do not know. P-A-K-O. Would you mind reading the description? Nothing would please me more. Paco, capitals, forever, lowercase. Escape as long as possible in an endless parking lot. Secrets, power-ups, unlockable cars, and plenty of other surprises await you in this reimagined version of the classic original car chase game, Paco Car Chase Simulator. Oh, okay, so it has some history behind it. Mm. It has some features. Easy and addictive gameplay. Generative map is different each time played. Play both in portrait and landscape mode. Use wacky bonus items. Nothing says fun like wacky bonus items. And find secret areas. Unlock cars, leaderboard competition, achievements, iCloud saving. Manual. One, press and touch. Screen left or right sides to steer the car. Hold both buttons for extra slide. Mm. If you manage to collect a special item box, use it by double tapping the screen. Screen. Sam, you have seven days to play. Paco forever. I am looking forward to this game. Things of the week, Edwin. My thing of the week is a TV show adapted from a podcast. It is Homecoming on Amazon Prime, originally Ooh. a Gimlet's Media original narrative podcast, Homecoming. Homecoming. <laughs> so have you watched it? I have. Directed by Sam Ismail of Mr. Robot fame. And has Julia Roberts of Julia Roberts fame. Yeah. Needs no introduction. Her first TV role. Everyone's doing TV these yeah, days. Yeah, that's interesting. Very well done. I mean, Sam Esmail, if you're like Mr. Robot, yeah. you're like this, has a very similar visual style, has sort of like the menacing, cor- mysterious corporate uh, subterfuge, um, has definitely feels like a sort of a 70s paranoid spy thriller. The soundtrack is very interesting because no original music was written for it. They just reused a bunch of scores from the 70s and 80s like horror movies, and they just tried to license this uh yeah all this old music oh that's and then interesting sort of like, they sort of like comped it together so there's some john carpenter stuff in there um i was reading an article that they there was a bunch of stuff they really wanted to use but they just couldn't find out who owned the rights to it it's like for some of these obscure horror movies Whoa. They, they found the composer and they called him up and they're like hey can, how can we you know, license this film how can we license this for tv and the, the guy replies well this was no 40 idea. years ago i have no <laughs> idea who owns it now it's just lost in the annals of time so they had to go and yeah use something else that is a big problem isn't it like it's also happening with games these days where they can't figure out who owns the code base so there are tons of games that they want to republish as like new games but they just can't figure out yeah who owns it anymore even though they have the source for it right yeah yeah which is crazy isn't it yeah and best of all it's a half hour drama mm, what yeah it's uh, 20 20 to 30 minutes is there a laugh track thankfully no but it's great it's 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 fresh it's new it's on amazon prime yeah get it now uh, so yeah i'm very much enjoy- i enjoyed it a lot got a couple, couple more episodes to go can't say i finished it but gotcha unless it goes downhill in the last two episodes it is an amazon excellent. original right it is an amazon original okay i should definitely check it out my thing of the week sleep aha one of my favorite pastimes yeah well actually napping Sleeping when you're not supposed to, that's actually my favorite pastime. <laughs> Sleeping when you're supposed to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to the realization that I need to prioritize on my sleep. And whenever I do, I feel so much better for it. 
because famously you've gotten by on little sleep in the past. Right. I can roughly function on five to four hours of sleep daily. And so now I'm trying to make it an emphasis to at least sleep for six hours a day. At least. <laughs> I have still be a mess, but yeah, I'm on board with this. So I'm trying to get seven. Usually if I can sleep around midnight, that will allow me for seven. Do you have trouble going to sleep? Is that sort of like the reason? Only trouble in the fact that there's so many things that I'd like to do. Like I want to draw. I want to dance. <laughs> I want to work play, out. I want to play Paco forever. I want to play Paco forever. <laughs> I want to watch Homecoming. <laughs> right? I need to do a lot of stuff. And these pesky small children keep getting in the way. <laughs> I'm coming to the realization that I don't have to watch Homecoming. Right? I don't have to play these games. These are, these are all the bus rides for. Sleep will make me live longer. <laughs> Should we do a mini pillow talk? What is your current pillow of choice? I'm still with the purple pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It is a 20 pound pillow. Weight it's, or cost? Oh, weight. Yeah, because we're not <laughs> yeah, in England. Not. <laughs> it's 20 quids, mate. It's a 20 pound pillow because oh, it's abnormally good. heavy. It's like a gel pillow made of solid gel mm, that sounds quite good actually it's not actually 20 pounds i think it's about nine pounds which but is it's, still it's got some heft yeah how firm is it um it's a combination so like the first top layer because it's like an aerated gel uh it's squishy nice and squishy but then it has enough support where actually you know uh it doesn't squish all the way down i'd say it's very close to my perfect pillow you heard it here first if you're a back sleeper Oh, I see. It yeah, also I'm, works as a side sleeper as well. I'm a side sleeper and I like it like a rock, like a slightly squishy rock, as I think yeah. I said before. A marshmallow rock. <laughs> yes. Like a marshmallow you've left outside for too long and it's kind of dried out. Yeah. It's kind of a husk. I know what I'm getting, to, getting for you for Christmas. <laughs> and that's our show. Sam, you have seven days to play Paco Forever. I will pack it in my game collection. Love it. Follow us on Spotify by searching for... Seven days to play. That's right. So you can also find us on Instagram. Seven days to play. You can listen to the theme song. Seven days to play.